Greetings and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast that is about to do all the hard work of prioritizing your next six months. I'm your host, David Lloyd, and on this episode, we're going to preview and rank all the 10 biggest RPGs that are coming out in the second half of 2022. And uh, because time and money are limited resources these days, we all have tough choices ahead. So hopefully we'll be able to give you some insight, maybe provide you with uh, some uh, little bit of previews of some of the games and uh, let you know which ones are worth your time and money. Joining me from a long hiatus, we're happy to welcome back to the podcast, Chris Reed. Yeah, it's great to be back. It's great not to have the flu and not to have COVID and not to have to take kids to the zoo and to have a computer that actually works (laughs) and not in a shop in China for weeks on end. So yeah, it's great to be back. (laughs) It sounds like you had quite a a long list of things. uh, I don't know, just holding you back, giving giving you a hard time. It's a, yeah, but the journey's getting there in the end, so just finally here. <laughs> That's right, all the sweeter now. Mm-hmm. And uh, also joining us is someone who's probably ranked all of the November and December releases last, just by default. It's Paige Chamberlain. Which is very funny to read, because I think they're at the top of my <laughs> list <laughs> in terms of interest. <laughs> Isn't that the way, though? Like, it just seems, it just seems very universal that, that would, it, would, it would work out that way. Hmm. But yeah, we got. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of games uh, tonight. We're. Uh, it's funny. I was going through the list and still surprised every time I look, and it's like eighty percent Square Enix. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, I think they. Uh, it's a shame they they're not the... like Southern Hemisphere. Or they could just say Spring of Square Enix. Like that. Would be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think they definitely get the hardest working dev award for uh, this year, and probably like the next two years at least after this too. But yeah, we got a a whole like I, I would have to say I don't know it's like seven out of ten I think I don't want to spoil this podcast but uh, <laughs> yeah I think about seven seven of the games are Square Enix been three four five six <laughs> and and we haven't even right. uh, we're not even Two. considering a bunch of games uh, because we got like DQ three I could uh, I don't know if that's just gonna drop it whenever it's ready and then uh, Live yeah. Alive just came out. They only uh, did two of those kind of games this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they still got Final Fantasy 16 Rebirth. Like they, like they, their release schedule is insane. Hmm. But uh, I, I know it's been a while since it's been on the podcast. So maybe before we jump into what's coming, uh, Chris, why don't you give us? Uh, is, is there anything in particular you played over the last couple months that uh, you thought deserved mention before we see what's coming up? Uh, nothing, nothing new. I've um, just been clearing out the clearing out the back- backlog. So finally digging into Elden Ring and Triangle Strategy and Kirby all at the same time, which has been great trying to balance those three games out because they're all <laughs> just absolutely amazing in different ways. And it's <laughs> um, Elden Ring t- t- tends to take up most of the time, though. Um, the only smaller game I want to talk about a little bit that I've been playing, it's... Um, it's a um, visual novel called Crimson Spires that I picked up that I had heard about a while ago, and it's a Western developed Otami games, but it's really cool. Um, it's got a supernatural setting, and it's like where they the characters are really make you like, well, who do I really want to end up with at the end? And it's just really, really fascinating little game. So. Um, if anyone wants to pick that up, that's uh, again, that's Crimson Spires. If you do like visual novels, 
Cool. Yeah, I I enjoy visual novels. I can't say I've ever heard of that game though. <laughs> uh, is it made by? Do you know who it's made? Like anyone that we'd know? Or? No, as far as I know, it's a um, first time game from a independent developer in um, by the St. Louis area in the states. So oh, um, oh, kind of came out of nowhere. I know a lot of people really talked about it at release. Um, but you know, visual novels are great on the Switch. So it's it's really mm-hmm. fun, especially if you like vampires and romantic well, like- vampires. <laughs> um, it's, like, oh, it's a, a Tomo game, so it's a dating sim for girls, so that makes it a bit more interesting. <laughs> it's true, but they're vampires this time, but it's, and it's a, it's actually a really good story. It's a murder mystery um, that you've tried to piece together, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. And cool, yeah. The other thing I I'll just mention is uh, I know back when we were doing the um, Secret Santa. Page had mentioned a game, Long Live the, Long Live the Queen, and I was um, surprised and shocked when my uh, I got an email from uh, Ratlaka or whatever, however you pronounce that dev, dev uh, announcing that they were bringing it to all major consoles. <laughs> so, uh, if if anyone was listening back then and want to want to give that a go, I haven't picked it up yet, but I've I definitely uh, probably will be in the next few days. I guess you don't need to pick it up, Paige, because you've already no. got it on. <laughs> no, but I did think it was good that it's coming to console. Like I guess saw it in the coming scene section of Switch the other week. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, the trailer was pretty funny. It looks like a funny game. So, But yeah, I guess uh, we can just hop right into it. Uh, so the games that we're going through, so basically we, we chose 10, uh, the, the 10 biggest that we thought. I mean, there's plenty of games coming out, but these are the, the 10 that caught our eye. Uh, we're going to go through them in... Uh, Chrono- nice. chronological order order of release date so uh, earliest to latest and then uh, we're just going to talk about each one for a moment and then give our rankings of you know through one through ten which are we're most excited about and then at the end uh, we will have the definitive list uh, of uh, where your money should go <laughs> so uh, i guess we'll start it off with uh, an, an atlas game we're not even starting square next after we said all that we're starting with an atlas game it's uh, soul hackers 2 coming out on august 26th uh, so this will be available on everything, uh, which is kind of surprising. It's going to be available yeah. on PC, Xbox, well, PlayStation. Not oh, maybe Twitch. not Switch though. Yeah, not not Switch, um, which a lot. Atlas took a lot of uh, heat for. Like they got everything but the Switch yeah. <laughs> for this one, but which hey. is weird because the the first one was on the 3DS. So it's really funny when because when they they tri- the, I think the game might have been already. In, sort of talked about it on outs but then they showed it off at some game event and they're like oh it's returning to xbox and i was like what do you mean returning and i was like because there was one shimagami tensei game that was on xbox <laughs> like the original xbox <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, was, the that was their time. argument like we this had is, one so yeah, yeah this it's is a return the time since the original yeah. xbox that they put uh, an smt going game. deep into the well for that one yeah yeah it's funny too especially with uh atlas just announcing like all the personas coming to switch it it feels kind of funny that it's not uh, <laughs> they didn't make it a priority um i don't know if it has anything to do with the switch uh kind of aging uh pretty pretty fast here but yeah maybe they just couldn't get it to run uh smoothly i guess i, I can't think of any other reason why they wouldn't have uh, put it on there it might be something where it will come eventually it's but porting to the switch can take a while especially if it's not running well at first so there's always that chance it could come later but yeah, yeah as of right now everything it's on everything else though so 
Cool. Uh, so what what's everybody? Uh, what's your ranking on uh, for this one? How about you? we'll start with Chris? This is actually my number two game, um, which kind of shocked me going through it. But the reason why I ranked it so high, um, they've actually been re- just in June actually giving information about the game. Like they hadn't given out really anything other than release date until um, they started releasing these um, develop like. Um, publicity videos in June and what it sounds like what they're really trying to do is really combine that dungeon crawling and fusing with SMT with um, those more uh, relationship building uh, elements of persona in this one Um, and they're really trying to strike that interesting balance of the two Um, and I just think it looks really cool Um, the setting is a lot of fun it's you know not in a high school it's you know um, so you can go to bars and stuff. Uh, as far as I know, there's no romancing in this game. You're only just building up your friendships and relationships. So that might, you know, young be adults can't afford romance. <laughs> What's that? Young adults can't afford romance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, but it just and it just seems like they're putting a lot more emphasis on telling a really good, you know, Gonzo anime story with this one combined with that and there's a lot of interesting little things too like so when you get to a dungeon you can send your demons in to like kind of recon um the dungeon so they'll find the items and they'll find other demons in there for you so if you go up to them be like hey this guy talk to him he might want to join us up little things like that that make it sound like actually pretty neat so this one actually Mm -hmm. shot up for me recently yeah i had a similar experience uh, with another game (laughs) so i i know all about the uh uh the, the getting on the train of uh, hype the hype train so how about you Paige uh, where, where do you have this ranked on your list I have that at number four because it is definitely one I will purchase um, not enough to spend the 200 US dollars plus international shipping to get a special edition um, most because I just wanted the Jack Frost figure and the other stuff wasn't worth my money <laughs> um, but yeah I've never yeah, I was going to say, Persona is the only Shimogami Tensei spin-off I've actually <laughs> played or anything from that series. Um, for some reason, I before they showed it off, I initially had it confused with, um, I think, the Devil Survivor, because Devil Survivor is the strategy RPG one, whereas this is more like the first of Hackers is just the normal dungeon crawler, and then this is that, but, you know, with the modern format of walking around. Yeah, because there was there was the, de- the Devil Survivor and then the demon summoner spinoffs which is where the soul hackers came in so that's i i can't even keep track of what they have um they're, they're just they're actually just calling the soul hackers too like they completely shut off the smt uh yeah. label on it which is probably smart uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's definitely one I'm, I'm interested in picking up i like the way the characters look and the sort of design of it and yeah being i think they're going for that bridge in between Shimogama Tensei and Persona, so they've still got some little light social elements and things like that, but it is more of a general focus on the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had it. I, so I had this pretty low on my list at seven for, for two reasons. Uh, one is that I'm a little concerned I'll still be playing xenoblade chronicles 3 by the time this comes out <laughs> because xenoblade is probably going to be like a hundred and something hours um and it comes out at the end of july so 
there, there's a little bit of risk there. And secondly, um, as mentioned, there's about seven square games on this one. So <laughs> for, for me, square square typically takes priority. So um, yeah, it, it's behind a whole lot of the games. Uh, I mean, th- this is a pretty impressive list. So to uh, it's quite possible I'll end up buying everything on this list if uh, oh, if, if the bank loan uh, comes through. But give the children. Um, Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm excited about the game, but I, some other things might have to take priority. Uh, so the next game we got on our list is the Diofield Chronicle. Or hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, this is our first Square Enix game coming out in September, September 22. So this one, uh, this one actually is supposedly on everything. <laughs> it's on PC, yeah. it's on Xbox, it's on Switch, it's on PlayStation. Uh, this, this one for me, uh, is, is very much like Chris with Soul Hackers 2, where, uh, I saw the initial trailer, didn't think too much of it, kind of thought it, 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 uh, I don't know, wasn't all that impressive or didn't really catch me, but then a recent trailer just came out. Um, I don't know if it was using, it's, it, to me, it almost seemed like it was maybe the original trailer I saw was using like some pre-built footage or something. Cause to, it looked way better this time. And also it focused uh, a lot more on the actual combat, like the strategy RPG combat. Um, so it, it really sucked me in. So uh, I was I was really hyped on this one now. Um, hyped so much that it skyrocketed to number one on my list. What? Wow. Jeez. <clears throat> Keeping your list a secret from us. That's <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I've put it at number 10. <laughs> so it is probably a fine or you know, pretty good game. Uh, but one is that they kind of left the actual announcing the date pretty late and yes. the everything's already sort of filled in, so it's very much last on the priority list for me to get. Um, although, it'd be, I mean, it wouldn't matter if they did the special edition in English anyway because it wouldn't be released in my region. But, you know, like uh, Live Alive, this one has also got a board game thing coming with their Japanese special edition. <laughs> Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, uh, this one was number four for me. Um, and I'll just correct me if, I, what, if I'm wrong. Um, everything I've seen of this, especially that latest trailer, does this basically just look like it Square doing Dragon Age? <laughs> That's uh, kind of what, it, especially yeah. when you look at the combat, it's like it's the pausing, it's real time, but you can pause. Um, I, just, I just got, especially Dragon Age Inquisition vibes, like when they show like that map and you can choose what to do at the map. And so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Square doing Dragon Age sounds awesome to me. So <laughs> it's funny that this list is a whole lot of Square doing some other game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see uh, what exactly it, it is when it gets here. But yeah, I don't know. And then a lot of there was like, uh, I guess they showed a lot more story stuff too, which was like the the political uh, intrigue of the different countries and stuff. Which I mean, is kind of every RPG, but it's still it. It, uh, I don't know. It's quite possible that I'll get the game and not like it, and then blame it on the whoever made the trailer that just happened to perfectly capture everything that I. Would yeah, get those star marketing in. people. How dare they know yeah. what we want? Damn that PR, PR <laughs> team. Uh, next up on our list is uh, a game I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for because technically this should have been my number one. And had I not played the game already, uh, it would have easily been my number one. But uh, this one is Trails from Zero. Legends of Heroes Trails from Zero. Um, and um, 
maybe we'll we'll start. I'll I'll finish up with my number because it's going to be shocking to some. But uh, well, uh, we, we yeah, know we, Jordan have, put it as trials as number uh, one. Yeah, Jordan Jordan couldn't uh, be with us tonight. Uh, he he got ill right before um, taping. But um, yeah, we should point out that this was his number one hyped game. Um, so so he's doing the heavy very, lifting on my behalf. Yeah, this is very good to preface all this ahead of time before David drops his number. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how about you, Paige? What how, where's this on your well, uh, priority list? That it's, um, September. I guess it's because uh, I think in Australia it's like October, like mid October. Um, so it's at a seven because I did pre-order it, but then a lot of other stuff is coming to the Switch in October. And like I said before, the um, September to October period, I won't be working. So it's kind of like I can pick up <laughs> one or two games <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, so that's that's in the, you know, want to pick up but probably <laughs> won't when it comes out category. Yeah, in North America, it comes out uh, September 27th on uh, Steam, Switch, and PlayStation. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's in like, I've got like about three tiers. It's like not getting at all. will eventually get, and then is definitely getting. So it's in the eventually pile. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Chris? This is my number three. Um, it's, it's, tr- it's legend of heroes. Um, you can't go wrong with it. So it's, and this one's what, this one's one I've never played before. Um, so I'm lo- really looking forward to it. Yeah, this is the one, uh, like a lot of people, uh, you know, if they have PC, they've probably played the Trails in the Sky trilogy uh, on PlayStation or Switch. People may have played uh, at least part of, if not all, of uh, Trails of Cold Steel. But yeah, the tra- the um, Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure are both definitely games that uh, they relied on fans trans- uh, fan translation, so not everyone got it. And then even Trails to Azure... Uh, the, fa- the, tra- the fan translation was only available for like 48 hours um, because uh, NISA uh, ended up purchasing that translation or at least the people that made it. <laughs> so they, they took down the translation very quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was there on day one. So luckily I, I got a copy. But uh, yeah, for, for me, I got it at number five. Um, I'm, it's, it's already pre-ordered, so I'm definitely going buying it. Uh, but I, I don't know if I'm going to necessarily play it right away, uh, just because I've, I actually only played it like six months ago. <laughs> so it wasn't that long. So I might, might need to put a little bit of uh, space between the two, uh, the two playthroughs, I guess. Uh, so I guess we'll go on to the next one, which is, uh, so I've never played any of these games, um, in the, I... the Valkyrie series. So this is Valkyrie Elysium coming out on September 29th for PlayStation. And, have... um. Yeah, Paige, you, why don't you tell us about this one? Um, well, I have an excuse for not playing the series. The first game didn't release in the PAL region. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, the, the, the second and third did, but the um, second one's PlayStation 2 and third's DS. Um, but, yeah, as a kid, I didn't have the PlayStation. So, again, like this, no, <laughs> there was no reason, uh, unless I have for some reason would have seen one of the DS games, which I have, like, from what I've been looking up at the series, is kind of different because the first two games you play as the same protagonist and then in the DS game you're, like, on the opposing side of them. Um, so, like, unless I randomly saw that, there was no reason for me to know what this series was at all. But <laughs> uh, I know some people are upset about this because... The original ones were um, turn-based, and this one is an action game, like a very 
yeah, it just looks like a kind of typical sort of action game with your party members. And the UI, for some reason, to me, looks kind of like in between mobile style UI and like 360 era. Like the the art direction of it is like a blend (laughs) of those gray boxes and then that more slightly older style. But um, but for me, I put it at number three um, because you get to be a pretty girl with a sword. So really, what more do I need to know about the game? Uh, (laughs) And also they are porting, so the first game was a PS1 game and then they did a PSP port and the PSP version is getting added to the uh, PlayStation Store. So either with the digital deluxe version or just you can buy it separately um, so you can play the first game as well. Uh, so I'll be picking um, this Valkyrie profile, I think, yeah. I'll be picking that one up. And they've also added some minor features to the that, like fast forward and stuff, I think. Now, how about you, Chris? Yeah, this was my number eight, um, which doesn't mean I'm... I, and again, to remind people, we're not like dismissing the lower numbered ones. Um, but this one, once they actually showed it, was pretty disappointing i was a big fan of that first game which blended you know metroidvania action with turn-based combat and to see what it looks like now it doesn't look from what i've seen it doesn't look like anything particularly special um looks a lot like a an ease game but maybe not quite as good as an ease game based on what they're showing um now it could be fantastic right um so Mm -hmm. who and so who knows um so this is this is one where it's like, eh, it's not doing anything for me right now. I, I agree with Paige. The, the, <laughs> the UI does. That was my first thought when I was looking at it. It's like, is this a? Did they not update the UI? Look, it, it, it's just, it looks pretty old. Um, but it could be a great game. So this is one of those like, eh, I'm gonna wait for reviews to hit before really seeing about this one. Uh, yeah. We also saw that um, Jordan has put it as number ten. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it was kind of unanimous uh, on our end for on the lower end because I also have it as as an eight myself. Um, not so much because of the game, but it's more because um, I had actually planned to play the other Valkyries. Uh, I think I had actually just bought one recently, um, so to have uh, to to so I guess I mean I could play the newest one and go back, I guess, but. Well. Um, like I said, they're releasing a port of like the PSP version of the first one, so that'll be the easiest way to <laughs> get it. Yeah, no, it's true. And um, I think so a lot of things I do, like a game collecting tip, is whenever they announce a new game in a series, is I go and see if the older games are still like you know how cheap they are <laughs> and pick them up because like the first you know first games are expensive but the second one on ps2 at least in the power region was only like 30 dollars, so i picked one up <laughs> i know the ds game is very expensive though i'm not getting <laughs> <laughs> but you know yeah it's, it's a good tip though because like for example when that that metroid prime logo first showed up i i went on like smashed on ebay and bought the trilogy on the wii and i can tell you it's definitely <laughs> increased in value yeah, no, that's true. Well, it's it's the like, same with the, like even Xenoblades. They um, skyrocketed in value when when the third one was announced, um, be- especially because the uh, 
I guess they they did a pretty limited print. Like they're not even printing new physical copies of Xenoblade Two anymore. No, so. Switch is really weird with that. I don't know. Like I think maybe in other regions it's okay, but there's some games, for example, like One Two Switch Arms, Kirby Star Allies, and stuff where there's just no new prints of it. So people like ask for the game, and it's just like don't have it. <laughs> yeah. So no new copies. Speaking of Switch games, we got another. Uh, we have a Switch only game next up on our list, and that's Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. So that's uh, October twentieth uh, release date for that one. And um, uh, Chris, why don't you uh, kick us off on this one? This is my number ten, and of all the games on this list, this is the one I am absolutely not going to get. Period. Um, I and it's because of the Rabbids. I played the first game. I thought the gameplay was fine. I thought, you know, it's a decent little game. I just cannot stand the rabbits to save my life. They are almost as bad as minions. The only difference is I don't have, you know, my boomer relatives posting memes with minions or with rabbits like to do minions. So rabbits have that going for them at least. But this is, I, I just, the rabbits are just a big turnoff for me. I could, don't find them funny. I don't like them. Um, like I said, I played the first game. I thought the gameplay was fine, and you know, it was a it's a good game. I'm sure this one will be an even better game. I'm not playing it. I just can't stand those little guys. Yeah, for me, it's. Uh, I guess I'm uh, a little concerned that the first game was kind of like lightning in a bottle, um, in the sense of like I really enjoyed it, but I, I don't know if at the time I would have actually have paid money. <laughs> To buy the game because for the everything that you've just said too about uh you know with the rabbits and stuff like i ended up reviewing the game and that's the only reason i played it and i I mean i'm glad i did because i really enjoyed it but i'm a little concerned that that maybe it's it it doesn't feel as good the second time around maybe maybe they do changes or maybe i just get tired of the rabbits myself so i ended up having this at uh, six I had it also at six. Um, it's in the category of not picking up straight away. I didn't um, finish the first game for one thing. And then two, it's just like, well, like, yeah, Ubisoft games go on sale. So it's not as like, and they usually print decently. So it's not like every other game where it's like, if I don't pick it up when it comes out, like I'm not going to be able to get my hands on it for like <laughs> anything more, like less than, you know, retail price. Um but you, you could wait like three weeks and that Ubisoft game will go on sale. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, like it's in, that, it's in that, it's in that, um, the, the day after my due date time of year. So it's like, yeah. yeah um, well, the, yeah, the first like game I, said, I remember was like, they were like 15 bucks at one time. So it was like, they yeah. were dirt cheap for a while. Yeah. So like, it's like, it, it's a pickup later kind of game. Um, I said, you know, if there's games, I'm going to be trying to squeeze, <laughs> And it'll be other things like the Persona port or something. No, it makes uh, makes total sense. Uh, I kind of have uh, similar feelings uh, 
with their next game game coming up here. I guess we've hit the halfway point. We're in the back half now uh, into October. So this one is October 27th. This one, I feel like we've known this for a long time. Star Ocean, the Divine Force. Um, I can't remember how long ago. It, it feels like forever ago that we saw the uh, the trailer for that one. I think it was part of a state of play or something, if I remember correctly. But it's out for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. And um, I, this is a perfect example of uh, what we just talked about, where you buy the earlier games because you notice that they go on sale. So I actually picked up a couple Star Oceans uh, on PlayStation. Uh, I, I played like the first couple hours of it and then got distracted by something else. Um, so I, I'm not exactly, uh, I can't really say too much about the Star Oceans. Um, for me, this this one's number nine, um, mostly because I fell off that Star Ocean. <laughs> So it's so early on, so I'm like a little, uh, little concerned that uh, I'll I'll have the same kind of uh, experience with the next one. How about um, you, Paige? What's uh, what's your feelings on on Star Ocean? Nine. I'm probably not getting it. I don't know much about this particular game. I do know that the last one was not particularly good, from what I've heard, um, which was the integrity and faithlessness. Uh, I'm not the only thing I know in particular was that it was really short, was the major complaint, like it was kind of ridiculously short. It does have, you know, uh, it did have a, a very, one character that looked very attractive to me, but that wasn't enough for me to pick up the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I I have access to, I think, one of the older games um, to play first, so <laughs> if I want to get in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably got the same one I got. Um, that one, and... Um, my husband really likes i think it's the till the end of time one okay so i think we got that on the playstation and uh just before chris gives us his uh, i also want to mention that uh, jordan also had this at nine <laughs> so so another uh pretty low i i think for the same reasons i don't think he's played or i know i'm pretty sure he played the um the retro star ocean that came out on switch and I know I'm pretty sure you didn't like it because I remember playing it at the same time and I'm pretty sure we both just like fell off uh, after after a few hours. Um, but yeah, how about you, Chris? You, you, you have this as, as the highest and I, I say that uh, uh, with a grain of salt because uh, it, it's it, not, it's, you don't have it much higher. <laughs> yeah, it's still in the bell curve of the lower end. Um, I got it at seven. Uh, the more they show of it, the worse it looks, which is pretty impressive for a game. Um uh, but it might have good combat, you know, some some of the seeing any combat where there's a big, big AP and like buttons going down from it. Like, ooh, that might be I like action points. Action points are fun. So that might be something. But this one might just be like uh, some of the character designs are just hilarious when I was watching the trailers for it. Like it's guys with like that look like pirates in the future and just absolute nonsense. So there might be some camp value to this one, um, but it doesn't look particularly <laughs> impressive <laughs> well the, the only thing i remember from the original star ocean is um that that uh, i don't think it, it was like first departure r i think it is and uh it, it had a pretty bonkers story it was something that there was like some time gate that was on a on a planet but it was uh like supposedly no one was supposed to use it but it was so unguarded that they were able just to walk into it and use it to to go back in time and then they end up getting like um, lost or something like split up between two groups because like somebody trips on the way in or something, and it was just like, man, this is this is some some real uh, levels of ridiculousness here. I guess so. 
uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, again, there's so many games on this to choose from in the next few months that it's, you know, somebody had to be down there. And it was starch. <laughs> so uh, one game that's one game, definitely not down on the list. Uh, I, I know all of us have this ranked fairly high. Um, and this is Harvestella. So this is coming out on November 4th for uh steam and or may i don't know if it's steam it's for pc anyway and nintendo switch um and yeah we just learned about this in the last switch partner direct, direct the partner direct yeah and um, uh can't so believe yeah, how shocked shocked we all were oh <laughs> well, you know like stuff gets leaked all the time gets hinted out it's like no nope, didn't hear anything about this at all no one knew that square enix was going to make their own rune factory that's <laughs> you know they're like ah oh, something seems popular uh, someone else has done the farming sim plus um, action RPG. Let let us do it. <laughs> My yeah, I have it at number two. Um, it's not a good time for me where it's releasing, but I definitely <laughs> I definitely want it because um, I like those kind of games a lot. Um, I think the art style is pretty decent. I think a lot is like a lot of people make, especially since Stardew Valley blew up. A lot of people make farming sim games, and a lot of the ones in three D. I really hate the art styles they use. Whereas this is not yeah. too bad. Yeah. They have a bit more of like a doll like look to them. Um, my only concern is that I don't know if there's any kissing in this game, <laughs> if there's any marriage candidates. They, they haven't outright said that there isn't, but then there doesn't really seem like there are too many characters they've announced that there's actually potential for that at all. And I do prefer the farming sims that have the romantic aspect because it just gives me something else to go for. And because um, like there's a few that don't have it because like you're a kid or a robot or something else that can't have a relationship but I very much prefer when I can get me a trophy wife or something <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you th- you'd have to think that uh, they would they would ha- include that it, it is square like they're they're known for that you would think somebody somebody down there who's been playing them would want to keep that in there but uh, so, where did you end up having this ranked uh, at the end? I said number two. Oh, did two. you? Yeah, oh, number said. two. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Chris, how about you? What are, What are your thoughts on uh, Harvestdale? Yeah, this is actually my number one for all the reasons Paige said. Um, it, it just it's just new. It looks neat. Um, it looks like it's something that could fulfill the promise of the Rune Factory games. I don't necessarily dislike the Rune Factory games, but I, I think if you have a the full weight of a the big developer like square behind one i think you could really see something special with that and just the the, the season where that quietest season where everything is like an apocalypse that just seems so yeah, cool in one of these games me wonder like how prepared you have to be because a lot of the these sort of games are quite easy <laughs> and then they add easy yeah. modes and stuff that's so like <laughs> Uh yeah, where's the one where it's like really punishes you if you don't prepare properly, if you don't farm? <laughs> It'd be, yeah. be funny if you died in the first hour. You did not. You starved to death while you waited out the the fifth season. Yeah. So the idea of just being an anime like bunker prepper, getting ready for this apocalypse, <laughs> it sounds so cool, and it's new. And how many times do we get something new f- coming from um big developers like this? Uh, this I'm really yeah. excited about this one. So you had it. You had it at number one. Page had it at number two. Uh, 
Jordan had it at number three, and I have it at number four. <laughs> so it's uh, it's going to be uh, high on our uh, definitive list at the end here. Um, yeah, I don't uh, like you know. Both of you said it's uh, for all those reasons. It, it looks like it has promise. Um, so hopefully, the fact that we've heard nothing about it up until this point um, means nothing. Uh, they just wanted to surprise us. Uh, that's that's my story, and I'm going to stick to it. So um, I think the uh, potentially the game with the most hype, or maybe maybe the the biggest public appeal, potentially I would say, is uh, the next game on our list, which is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, so this is November 18th uh, release date, obviously only on Switch. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a pretty interesting follow up to um, Sword and Shield. Um, it will see like there is a, a lot of a lot of new mechanics that were introduced in Sword and Shield that I'm interested to see, uh, you know, if they're going to build upon that or if they're going to kind of stick with the uh, time tested tradition, uh, traditional gameplay that's uh, lasted uh, this this 20 uh, something years now. Uh, we'll we'll see. I guess it's uh, it's another Pokemon and, uh, you know, got kids in my house who uh, who want to play it, but they don't want to use it out of their own allowance. So I guess it's a must must buy in my household. And uh, that's pretty much the reason why I have it at uh, number, I believe it's number three I have it at. Yep. You've hidden your red list from us, so we can't judge you beforehand. Um, I have it at number five, uh, which is in the category of maybe not picking up on release. Uh, the main reason I'm interested in it is the they showed off multiplayer in the open world like so actually being in the world together and not just um just like in a in a fighting room <laughs> for combat uh, that um so you know i might get it say christmas time to play with relatives but and i am i do sort of like the what well, it'll probably make me hard to pick because it's like it's got citrus and grapes and i'm like it's, it's like one version one or the other um because citrus and grapes is like the area i live in <laughs> Um, but the main appeal of the new Pokemon to me is the, uh, yeah, they're having the people walk around together and playing together. Cool. Yeah. And, um, so Jordan had it around the middle of the pack as well. Uh, he had it number four and, uh, Chris, how about you? Are, are you a big, uh, Pokemon fan? Is, is this going to be just uh, one of many in your household or are you kind of uh, hit or miss on the series? I'm hit or miss on the series. This is my number six. Um, basically uh, every, almost every single Pokemon game I play, it's like I play for about, you know, almost 20 hours and I'm like, I'm good. I, I, I've got my fill of Pokemon this time. And this might be the one that changes it depending on what changes they make and what influences, you know, like how much from Pokemon Arceus gets molded into this one. Right. Um, I honestly haven't been following too much so that they might have shown that already or not. I don't know. Um, but this is, yeah, just kind of waiting to see like what people say about this one. Um, maybe pick it up later. Cool. So we are down to the final two and they are both square Enix. And, uh, so this one, if, if Casey was able to join us, I'm pretty sure Casey would have this at number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan has it at, uh, let's see here. Where did he put it at? He put seven. it at, uh, number seven. Um, and, uh, maybe I'll, I'll kick it off cause I know who, who has it high. Um, so we'll, we'll start a little low and we'll work our way up here. Um, I had this one, <laughs> this one's my, my number 10. <laughs> um, 
it's not that I don't think it looks cute and uh, think it would be fun. It's uh, mainly um, completely based on, uh, you know, just a whole lot of the things that I'd probably play first, I guess. Um, so I'll probably wait for a sale on this one. Uh, but I, I, I guess at the end of the day, it's probably the, the, the one I'm least likely to, to pick up. Uh, based on the rankings where I guess that would put... How about Chris? How about you? Uh, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I have it at number five. It looks cute. It looks like you could pay, play it for a little bit at a time, put it away, play it for a little bit at a time, put it away. And I love the world of Dragon Quest Eleven. so to spend some more time in that sounds great. Um, I just... I'm still not entirely sure what to expect of the gameplay because it's kind of like Dragon Quest Monsters, but not. So I don't really know what to expect, but I suspect someone might be able to tell us exactly what to expect here. <laughs> and Paige, uh, so y- you you sell us on this game. I know I know where it is on your list, so you, you tell us why we're crazy. Yeah, so it's number one. Just I like Dragon Quest, I like Dragon Quest spin-offs. Um, so I haven't played any Dragon Quest monsters because like, there's only a few in English and they're a bit pricey. Um, so this one, it's yeah, sort of Dragon Quest monsters in that you have female people and you have monster people and you put them in your party, but the combat is action-based, which has that's my only concern really uh, because uh, I think they sort of fixed it in Builders too, but like yeah, sometimes like <laughs> the range and your physical attacks in the first Builders was like way too small for like a game where like if you know if you run into the enemies that also hurts you. Uh, <laughs> So hopefully the, the action combat is good. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to leave all my minions to do the work for me. Um, and then it looks like it's the, the Pikmin 2 of Dragon Quest because it's all about sniffing for treasure, hunting for treasure. They released some new screenshots and it was like, you know, the three monsters had pinged on treasure and then you could see their point of view. And it was like the slime you could see good, but it was a low range, <laughs> like the one of the armored guys you could literally only see through like the visor bits in his helmet and then like the little <laughs> the little sham hat which you could only see like a li- like it was like literally like what their eye view was and if like stuff was blocking it you couldn't see as well which is really funny so it's good there's like a lot of detail that there's a lot of it'll definitely be a collector fun like we're seeing all different types of treasures to pick up like ruby slimes and stuff um yeah so that was very interesting that they're going with Eric and Mia for like a little old play, little, not like, you know, full on prequel to 11, but like it's them as kids before the <laughs> events of 11. Uh, so that's very interesting. But I think it'll just be like a fun, mostly casual sort of game. And it's in, in Australian Quest monsters everywhere. So that's, you know, <laughs> they collect them. Um, there's, I think some of them are writable as well that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah. Just yeah. Like well, I guess. Yeah. Time, time will tell if uh, if I'm making a mistake passing on, or initially passing on that one or not. We'll see uh, as we get closer. Uh, but we are on the final game, and um, I have to admit we cheated a little bit uh, because this technically does not have a release date. It, it's just winter 2022, but technically, uh, you know, there's winter starts in like October, November for us, so uh, it, it could be any time this year, even though it's uh, likely going to be in uh, 2023 at the beginning. But this one is uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion. So this is the, basically the remake of Crisis Core for the PSP game, um, which is, uh, I'd imagine, is pretty tough to find these days. Um, featuring uh, Zack, 
so we'll 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 get that. Um, game that I own, I don't. Re- I'm sure I have played it. Don't remember playing it though. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to playing this one because uh, uh, I have zero memories of it basically. So uh, it'll feel new if it's not already new. And uh, it looked looked good. It looked like it was uh, made kind of in the same vein as. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, so uh, love to see them tie up. I'm sure there'll be some retcons going on in there. I'm sure the story will be changed a little bit. I'm sure we'll even get some some extra stuff, maybe some extra tidbits or some uh, rebirth or remake uh, uh, nods or anything like that. But yeah, it looks terrific. And so that's why, uh, for me, I had this at number two. And... Uh, I also had uh, Jordan also had this at number two as well <laughs> before before we get into uh, uh, but uh, looking at the uh, the chart it looks like there's a, a little dis- div- decisiveness or divisiveness uh, <laughs> on, on this one so um, Chris or actually uh, yeah Chris why don't you jump in why why do you have this rank so low I guess I'll just accuse you right away <laughs> how dare you sir um, yeah. I, I have this at number nine uh, okay and the reason I have it so low is it's nothing with the game it's just i you know i remember this era of games this was like 2007 when it originally came out this was the era of the you know, dirge of cerberus and advent children and all this really awful final fantasy 7 stuff that was coming out and i cannot get past that mental block of that i've always heard the game is really good um despite that and it's not a dirge of cerberus but all I can think about is, well, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus, they were around the same time. They must, I, and it's just always been a, a mental block that I need to get over um, to be able to play this game, which I probably will. Because again, I've always heard this one is actually really good, um, both from a story and a gameplay perspective. Um, so it's my own personal battle that it's way down below. I just cannot escape the trauma from that era of games. <laughs> It's interesting that it's on everything like Switch, PlayStation, um, and Xbox, all the consoles anyway. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the Switch version uh, actually releases, if because because it looks pretty impressive to be to uh, graphics for that. But I guess time will tell. But uh, Paige, what's your excuse for it being low? <laughs> um, mean I play Final not to accuse you of anything. <laughs> Sorry. Mean I play Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, that's. Me, that's mean true. I have attachment to characters. Mean I had PlayStation till PlayStation <laughs> Three. Only thing of Final Fantasy Seven I've seen is Advent Children, and that is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, okay, uh, all all fair reasons. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you that. All no, all very um, valid. I, don't know. I, I find it interesting because they did say that they were going to inc- like they're doing the um, Ever Crisis uh, mobile like episodically, and that's supposed to include. And that's supposed to be like regular Final Fantasy VII story plus some of the stuff like Crisis Core, they said. So I'm finding yeah. that they're doing a Crisis Core game, like remake as well, or remaster or whatever. Because um, I was going like, oh, I'll just wait for the complete mobile experience or something <laughs> with a little gotcha <laughs> crap in the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I don't have an attachment to the series, I, you know. It's it's like it's a maybe it depends on when it releases to you know they got to crunch the numbers on the little little baby's abacus you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it'd be funny if you play that one before uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> technically it's a prequel, so there you go. Easy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I guess that takes us uh, to the end of our list. So those are our ten. Um, if we if we did not include a game that that you were looking forward to, um, no, no. that game is crap. G time. You should, Excuse yeah, that you should cancel whatever pre orders you have that you don't have those te- of, of these ten games and switch them to this one. Um, joking, of course. Uh, but we are we have the definitive list of these ten games anyway. And uh, I'll start from the bottom because. Uh, uh, we'll we'll go from least least hyped to most hyped. So the 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 bottom is, comes in at Star Ocean. Uh, that is that this is definitely number ten. Uh, next up we have uh, Valkyrie uh, Elysium. Um, Page's high ranking uh, could not uh, could not bring up the average unfortunately, <laughs> so it came in at number nine. Um, we've got uh, Sparks of Hope, which we all uh, kind of uh, were a little lukewarm on, so that's uh, down at number uh, eight. Uh, we got DQ Treasures uh, again. Unfortunately, uh, Paige could not uh, bring up the average on that one. Um, so DQ uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> comes in at uh, number seven. Uh, we got uh, Crisis Core, uh, you know, right in the middle uh, because uh, we, you know we had that the divisiveness. So it's uh, in at number six. Uh, we have Diafield Chronicle at number five. Uh, Soul Hackers at number two. Pokemon at number three. Uh, very happy that uh, even though I rated this lower and I guess uh, I knocked it out of first and I'm really feeling bad about it now. I wish I could go back and change my numbers, but Trails from Zero is number two. Um, but I don't feel so bad because this this game uh, actually was my number one for the longest time. Um, so I'm not going to complain. Harvestella is uh, officially the Thirsty Mage most hyped game uh, for the rest of 2022. Hmm. Our list is infallible. That's just what it is, you know. No, no sure. one can argue it. Just... Uh, nope. <laughs> you're saying because, like, obviously we've ignored we've ignored July releases with the, like the three RPGs coming out at the end of this month. Uh, there are two games that don't have a release date that are supposed to come out this year in the RPG category that we didn't mention, which was the Hogwarts Legacy and One Piece Odyssey. So, are either of those something you guys are interested in? Yeah. Uh, Maybe One Piece. Uh, definitely not. Not. Uh, not interested in Harry Potter. I, I've just never. I've never read any books. Never seen any movies. Um, well, you know, it's set like a hundred and something years before, so problem solved. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of. Um, isn't it set up to be like an MMO or something? No. Is, is that that know. might be a different game I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I, don't I don't know where you're getting your ideas from, but uh, for <laughs> me, I'm interested to see how that'd turn out because. It's got, you've got to go classes, you've got a whole story thing to do. So, like, is it kind of like Bully where you you can go to the classes but the actual story progress doesn't happen until you do the outside story stuff? Um, yeah, like the balance of that would be interesting. And, yeah, One Piece Odyssey looks like Dragon Quest One Piece. So um, I didn't, well, it's a different developer this time. I was going to say, like, they did, there was, like, a Koei Tecmo did, like, a fairy tale RPG. Uh, but, no, this is Bandai Namco and Ilka doing this one. Um, but it, it it definitely looks, yeah, very, I mean, po- hopefully they, they take enough inspiration from Dragon Quest because it is a turn-based RPG, you know, anime art style. Um, I hope it'll be good. I kind of just want to support it just because it's a turn-based RPG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are dwindling. So I don't, I've never read or watched anything of One Piece, which is pretty amazing because there's how many episodes, like over a thousand of that show and how many manga, but 
eh, whatever. One of the um, manga's over a thousand chapters, so you're okay, <laughs> probably yeah. better just reading it than <laughs> watching it. <laughs> Time wise, I'm sure it'll finish in about five, ten years. I think <laughs> we're heading towards the last arc, which has me concerned. Like, you know, there's a lot of places I still haven't been yet, and I'm like, are they going to go to the giant island before the end of this? <laughs> before this story concludes or not? But I am definitely excited for that game. It'll just, it depends when it comes out because <laughs> they haven't announced it yet and it's already really full of games. So. Well, yeah, that's the thing is we're, we're kind of getting, getting down to the, the, the end of the line here where uh, anything might end up having to be a shadow drop just because we're, we're, we're closing in on the fall now. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to see what else uh, comes out. Um, I can't imagine anything else is coming out from Square like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Really... We might get another Voice of Cards or Dungeon Encounters. <laughs> you know, just no, like that's... boom, hello, this yeah. game you've never heard of. Yeah, maybe two weeks. Let's go. <laughs> and and uh, both of those games more like had very short turnarounds. I don't think they were shadow drops necessarily, but they were pretty. No, but it pretty was close very to it like pretty close. Like, you know, yeah. in, a, in, yeah. in like yeah. less than a month from announcement. Um, which I mean, level I was like two months, I think about, like, you know, it was announced pretty close to its release. So they're, yeah. they're not afraid to just hold on to something and be like, surprise. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, uh, this is probably a good place to wrap it up. Um, I know, I know me specifically, uh, there might be some background noise and that sort of thing because I'm, well, I'm broadcasting you, uh, from my, from my kids, uh, baseball game. When um, you first started, so. there was like some bird tweeting and I'm like, oh, we've got the sounds of nature. <laughs> and then you can hear like a ding of the bats. Yeah, <laughs> so so if, if you're wondering what that noise is, yeah, I'm on a baseball field. Um, they're, they're wrapping their practice up. So I guess I should wrap this up. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun, uh, going, uh, over, uh, the list and, uh, help, helping, uh, chart out where all my money is going uh, for the next six months um yeah looking forward to uh playing well, i'm sure we're going to be talking about most of these games at some point so uh, this won't be the last to hear most of these games so uh we'll we'll yeah. have to uh uh schedule what's the word uh compare compare our our thoughts after playing them to uh, what we thought going in so uh, we have that. Uh, That's one way recorded. to add time to the recording. You can just like cut bits of this and then put it next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, all, we're, we're all gonna get Star Ocean wrong, aren't we? It's gonna be like game of the year quality. <laughs> yeah. like, that game looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Maybe better, Dragon, better I, than... I, I, oh, yeah. Dragon Quest Treasure, I think, has a better chance of being game of the year than Star Ocean at this point. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, well, we'll wrap it up here. Thanks for uh, list- everyone for listening. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of what we, we have coming up. I don't even remember now at this point. <laughs> uh, we, we had a couple of things scheduled and now I can't even, can't even recall. But, um, oh, I guess we have um, Returnal uh, will be uh, in a week or two, I think, or next even, might even be the next one. Um, and has some other games coming up, so... Yeah, looking forward to that. And I want to thank uh, Paige and uh, Chris for joining me tonight. And um, glad that Chris has been able to make it after uh, uh, after all the the long off. So hopefully we'll we'll get you on some more often coming up here. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, before I sign off, any any uh, reviews or uh, 
videos that you have uh, page to release in um, that you'd like to so the podcast comes out when like this one will come out in a few days about five days from now all right live a live review will be out by then <laughs> <laughs> live lives coming out this friday so get it uh, my review will be up on rpg site and um they're doing like a full walkthrough i've written a couple like just, just some smaller little guides but yeah um the review will finally be up like i beat the game like within five days <laughs> like i just went straight through it uh but yeah i can finally talk about it and sh- post my screenshots and stuff soon awesome uh, you'll have to you'll have to take over the mage twitter and uh, promote promote the hell out of that yeah i was asking so maybe i can add it as a second twitter account but i'm i'm just worried it's gonna lock it because i'm from another country so it's gonna <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a hacker from australia trying to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. taking over your account yeah that's all right if uh, yeah i'll i'll be on it anyway so uh i'll, I'll keep an eye out for things and and uh we'll, we'll make sure that everyone hears about it so yeah cool all right well thanks for everyone for listening and we'll see everyone out at the next episode bye bye, bye.